you are now tuned in to Higher Frequency. These people don't give shit. <laughs> So this is the College Football Extravaganza podcast featuring Joey Clark and Davis Wood. So Robert is not with us today because he is studying for his finals. Robert, best of luck to you. Go ace those finals because I know for a fact one day you're going to be representing me in court one day. So uh, I need you to go pass that test. I need you. Hey, yeah, he's probably going to be representing both of us at some point. So. At, at some point, we need to call him and be like, yo, I'm in some trouble. But uh, either way, either way, dude, we had, a, we had conference championships happening last week, and also we had the Heisman Trophy ceremony coming up on Saturday. It's Thursday night that we're recording, so we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about these conference championship games that occurred last weekend, but then also give our – analysis and predictions on who's going to be the 2019 Heisman Trophy. Although I think it's already pretty obvious. Yeah, it's not going to be much of predictions. It's more of discussing. <laughs> it's more just saying who's going to win. It's kind of obvious. Like I already did a promo for like the radio show that I do. I, I like to do these weekly promos. And I literally say in the promo, this is who is going to win the Heisman Trophy. So it's yeah. really I, – I would, I would think it's a no-brainer. It should be. Um, I mean, we can jump right into it if you want to. Uh, it's obviously might as well. It's going to be the shortest. It's going to be the shortest conversation. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, he. I think I saw. I was looking at the odds today. He's minus twenty five thousand, meaning you'd have to bet twenty five thousand dollars to win a hundred dollars. Uh, it's just stupid. Um, Which means just don't bet. Probably, I was thinking about it earlier. It's probably going to be the biggest landslide in the last two decades, something like that. Well, well, I mean, are you surprised? I mean, come on. Uh, let's look at the numbers. Like, Joe Burrow is – first off, he broke SEC records throwing 48 touchdown passes in one season to go with six interceptions, I want to say. I, I, I'm, I'm, I think I want, you're somewhere – it's around that somewhere. But. I'm trying to pull up his numbers right now just to confirm that. Uh, Joe Burrow has thrown 48 touchdowns to six interceptions – he has thrown over 4,700 passing yards. And by the way, he's a 78% completion rating. That's unheard of. It's insane. it's insane. I mean, he already won the Davey O'Brien Award. I got that update on my phone. Um, oh, yeah, that's I mean, tonight. That is tonight. Yeah. They, yeah, those are on right now. I don't know. Those don't really matter to me. It's only about the Heisman. But, it. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts, he had a good season. Too many mistakes to win the Heisman. Justin Fields didn't have the highs that Joe Burrow had. And Chase Young, I think he would have had a legitimate chance, uh, but he missed those games. And then there's a couple games where he was a little quiet at the end of the season. Um, I honestly think the best player for, uh, or the the player from Ohio State who had the uh, best argument is not there. In J.K. Uh, Dobbins. Josh Dobbins. Or J.K. Dobbins, yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow, no one's going to touch him. He was ridiculous. He deserves it. Good for him. J.K. Dobbins, great athlete. I thought that he sh- he should have probably been more considered. But if there's a running – I mean, for the running back awards, for sure. And we'll, we'll actually see tonight. Um, but 
Joe Burrow, it's you look at everyone else and I almost wonder why they had four total finalists. But then again, I guess, you know, you want to invite the people, it, it, they, they already voted on it. Like the, the results are in. And so mm-hmm. I guess the top four that are there, I guess, barely met that requirement to go to New York. So they're there and they're solid candidates. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if anything, if there was someone you could have left out, it probably would have been Justin Fields and he had a great year himself. It, but yeah. out of out of anyone that you could have left out, maybe Justin Fields. But Joe Burrow is going to win no matter what. And congratulations to him. We'll go ahead and say congratulations because he had one phenomenal year, considering the year he had the year before, where he was introduced to a new system. He's a starting quarterback, just fresh from transferring from Ohio State. He had the opportunity to start Ohio State, but he broke his hand. That kind of set him back. Other quarterbacks came in above him, Dwayne Haskins being one of them. He decided to go to LSU and hit the refresh button, and he had a mediocre year at LSU. And I say a mediocre year. He still won the Fiesta Bowl, and now he goes into this year, a completely different quarterback. Completely different quarterback. He sets records, and he's going to win the Heisman by a landslide. Yeah, I talked trash about him last year on this podcast. Not talk trash, but I, I said that he was overhyped because he was just a, a better quarterback at LSU, a competent quarterback at LSU, which they hadn't had in years. And I still stand by that last year. This year, I mean, the step that he took was just outrageous, and he's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft, barring an injury, I would assume. But, yeah, I mean, th- that kid's awesome. Um, it's going to be really fun. I wish – we'll talk about it later, but I really wish that they were playing Clemson in the playoff in the first round. Um, but, Well, yeah, I mean, we could – I mean, I know we, we, you and I were speaking before the podcast and we were saying that we didn't really want to get into the po- uh, playoffs yet because we're going to get into that as the bowl season goes on. But yeah. Clemson has a great shot against Ohio State, so there is that possibility that we could still see that matchup. It's going to be a great game. Sure. But, you know, Clemson, don't if you're, if you're sleeping on Clemson, don't, because that's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, yeah, for sure. But, uh, so, yeah, Joe Burrow, it's kind of an obvious one. He's going to win the Heisman. Sorry, I think my dog locked himself in my bedroom. All right. <laughs> yep, he, he did. He did lock himself in the bedroom, but he's good now. Um, so, uh, with that, we know that Joe Burrow is going to win the Heisman Trophy, but now let's talk about these uh, conference championship games where – uh, I would say that on all the games that I predicted, I was wrong on Utah. Yeah, I I didn't say I was I would I, I did I thought Utah would win. I thought it would be closer. Um, or not not I thought it would be a close game. I picked Oregon plus the points, but I picked Utah to win the game. Um, I did not expect Oregon to just go out there and absolutely blow out Utah. Um, I, you know, I kind of I have been saying all year that the Pac-12 has been playing this game of who wants it the least. Every time someone looks like they have a chance to take a stranglehold on that conference, they lose a game, they lose a game. And Utah did that in the championship game with a chance to go to the playoffs. I don't think they would have went to the playoffs anyway. I think the winner of the Oklahoma-Baylor game was a play-in game, the way just the schedule turned out, unless Georgia yeah. won. Um, Which wasn't so, going to happen. Yeah, so Utah just they blew it. I I really was disappointed in their um their like the game though because I thought it was going to be a close game, a fun game to watch. It was not. <laughs> no, it, it it ended up not being that fun. You know, Utah Bay, um, Utah and uh, Oregon. I picked Utah, but I was so hesitant. 
I was so hesitant because Oregon, I thought, was overall a better team. Utah literally hadn't played any ranked teams up yeah. to that point. And I think I was going for Utah, and I did not put any money on this game, by the way. I was going for Utah because I really wanted a quote-unquote Cinderella team to be in the playoff. Now, let's just say Utah played the way they did and still somehow managed to win. Oh, they'd get their ass kicked by whoever it was they played. It'd be LSU if they were in. They would get their ass kicked. In fact, I would actually argue that Oklahoma would jump them going in because I think Oklahoma would beat them. Um, I think they would have anyway. I agree, yeah. So um, I'm happy that Utah lost in the end. Because if they did win, and if they had won despite playing not too great, they would have not have deserved to have been in that game. So Oklahoma being in there, I think Oklahoma I, – I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but Oklahoma's got an uphill they, – they've got an uphill climb, to say the least. Yeah. They have an uphill yeah. climb, to say the least. So uh, it, it would have been intriguing. Um, but I, I don't know. Utah being in there it would have been a waste. So I guess Oklahoma would be the best shot against LSU. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Like, so if we want to transition to the uh, the Big Twelve game. Um, yeah, I do. I was that, that was the best game. Yeah, I just said I did the opposite on this game. I picked, or not the opposite. I picked Baylor plus the points. I played, picked Baylor to win. And I was sitting at the craps table watching this game in Biloxi. <laughs> Talk about a degenerate. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I wish I could have been there with Baylor. you. The end of that first half really gave me some hope. They really put it on them. Um, it looked like they might come away with it. And part of the reason I picked Baylor was because um, it's hard to beat a good team twice. And I thought Baylor was going to come out and come out hot again, which was kind of the opposite. They kind of like, had a good middle half of the game, which is what screwed them last time. But Oklahoma's going to go in there, and they're really – Gonna have to put the game on Justin or uh, Jalen Hurts back, but he, I mean, just all season long, like every mistake he made, he made up for it with two more big plays, kind of thing. And I think he deserves to be there uh, in New York on our Saturday night, but I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. They're they're uh, the sacrificial lamb, I believe. Uh, I mean, I think that Jalen Hurts deserves to be there based on everything he has done this season. And you know what? The first time they played Baylor, they were down. It, it was the Falcons-Patriots all over again, down 28-3. to three. Uh, Backs were against the wall. They, he, they, they played well. They managed to overcome that, and they ended up winning. And like a lot of good teams, there are a lot of good teams out there that are one-loss teams that have that one bad loss. And Oklahoma had that bad loss to Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's going to happen. And – some teams turn into national championships, national champion teams because of that bad loss. Will it be Oklahoma? Again, they're fortunate enough to be in this playoff position, but again, an uphill climb against LSU to say the least, especially when you're, especially yeah. when your defense is spotty and LSU has a superb defense and their offense scores at will. So your, your backs are already way against the wall unless you somehow, some way, give birth to a whole different defense, it may not happen for you. I'm just going to go ahead and put that one out there. But Jalen Hurts had a great season. Yeah. Yes, he does deserve to be in New York. But it's it's very ceremonious, just, yeah. just the fact that he's there. It's only ceremonious, really. He deserves to be there, yes. 
but he's not going to win, of course. If you if Joe Burrow did not exist in this world, then he, still he probably still wouldn't win. But I think it's ceremonious that he's there. He had a great season. And it's, it's a tribute to Jalen as a person and a player that he gets to go to New York in his final season of eligibility. Yeah, I think it's a it's like it's kind of a career accomplishment award to go right. to New York just because he has had a great college career and he's been in a lot of big primetime games. He had the comeback against Georgia in the SEC championship game last year. He has played really well this year. Um, but what I mean, Baylor, you got it's got to be tough if you're Baylor, man. You had Oklahoma against or yeah against the wall basically, and you guys let him win, and he's had the chance again. He could have done it, and then you lose in overtime. That's got to be tough to have your only two losses of the season against Oklahoma, knowing that if you pull out one of them, it's got to be the right one of the two, obviously. But if you pull out one of them, you uh, you go to the playoffs. It's tough for Baylor, um, but that, that team, Matt Rule, has got them rolling. Um, I think they're going to be a team to watch out for next year. Yeah, I really like Matt Rule as a coach, and I like this Baylor team. This Baylor team was a team that was 1-11 two seasons ago and, you know, had a better – I think they were 7-6 and six last year, and then they were postseason potentials. You yeah. know, they were, they were a solid team, and they had – the two losses they had were both to Oklahoma. And, and frankly, that tells me if they did get to the playoffs – how are they going to fare against a team like LSU or Clemson or Ohio State? Yeah. Maybe not well, but to go from being in the really dark position of a lot of your players getting arrested and kicked out of school for sexual assault, your coach essentially getting banned from college football because of, because of him being the coach, your president getting fired and arrested, by the way, yeah, it, it was a dark. It was a dark time for Baylor and their football program, and for them to now be back in the national spotlight with a bright future ahead of them. I'm looking forward to the future of Baylor football. All right, so with that, uh, really quick, you just want to mention Clemson just completely bending over Virginia. Yeah, I mean, so that game. There's two games I wasn't too excited about the spread, and that was the Ohio State game and the Clemson game. Both we can talk about the Ohio State game later. Obviously, we will. But uh, I was wanting both of Wisconsin and Virginia to come out hot, and at least Virginia came out and scored after Clemson scored, so that drove the line down a little bit. But here's the thing: it didn't freaking matter because Clemson no. just—they were on a mission. Dabo Sweeney was pissed off for really, honestly, no reason. I mean, Clemson had pretty much in the playoff either way. I, I personally believe. Um, and they just came out and destroyed them. Clemson's been on fire early in the season. Ever since North Carolina. They were, they were bored. Um, but they're, they're out to prove a point right now, and that's pretty scary going into the playoff. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy that they're trying to prove a point, and they're the, they're the defending national champions. They have pretty much their entire team, minus, minus your, some players from your defense from the year before. You pretty much have your entire team on offense returning, and they're scoring at will. Ever since that North Carolina game, something snapped, and they said, you know what, we're a better team than this. Why are we struggling to North Carolina, which they didn't have a great season? And yeah. ever since then, they've just been lights out. Trevor Lawrence has been a terrific quarterback, but 
I would like to think that Lawrence is going to be in New York next season. I would like to believe that because he is way too good to not be there. I just think that he has certain parts of his season that aren't very good. And the expectation for him is already too high that if he has any kind of bad part of his season, it's just not going to happen. Um, guys like Joe Burrow are the ones that you honestly want to see in a way, but um, Trevor Lawrence is just a winning quarterback and uh, up against Ohio state. I, I'm not going to give my prediction yet. Cause I really think that's going to be the best game out of the playoffs. Um, that's going to be a really fun game and definitely Clemson has the opportunity to win. So is Ohio state, but that's why I can't wait to talk about it when we get there. Yeah. I think, um, Lawrence, I think at the beginning of the year was a learning lesson for him and one that he really needed. Um, you can't like, you, you got to put in the work and I, I'm not saying he didn't, I'm not using that, but I think it's just really easy to sit there and say, um, well, look how good I am. Why? Like, why do I got to give out all this effort in the offseason? Why can't I just go kind of do what I want to do? Again, I don't know if he did that or not. I'm just saying there's a chance that he did and that he kind of underestimated the amount of effort that everyone else is putting in or how much better he is than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope that he comes out. I, I, well, I don't, honestly, because I'm a Florida State fan. But I would think that he's going to come out next year on fire. Uh, Clemson should be the favorite next year, no matter what, even if they don't win it this year. But – be interesting to see. They, uh, Virginia, again, this is a really good season by Virginia. Bryce Perkins is going to be a really good player. I believe he's still a freshman, or at least a redshirt freshman. Going to be an interesting bowl game between uh, them and Florida and the Orange Bowl. playing Florida in the Orange Bowl, which, I, hey, man, I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to yeah. the Orange Bowl and, uh, two years in a row of going to a New Year's Six Bowl. And also, I so I was actually a little disappointed in Virginia, but then again, Historically, the ACC is going to go to the Orange Bowl, and because Clemson is in the playoff, they're going to choose the next best team, and that's Virginia. Yep. I'm excited about the matchup. It should be a fun one. I think I really do believe it's a matchup that the Gators should win. So I go into this one with optimism. Uh, I'm I, I'm just it, it should be fun regardless. Yeah, Bryce just being in the game. Be a good quarterback when his career is over, and Bronco Mendenhall is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. I think Virginia is on the up and up. I, I like Bronco Mendenhall as a coach. He's a good coach. He did a good thing for Virginia this year. Um, and you know what? If they did pull the upset on Florida, then damn, you know, I'd, I'm curious to see what next year would look like for him. I was about to say, you got to start paying attention to him for next season. Yeah, next season. Next season for sure. There are a lot of teams that are like that. All right, so SEC or Big Ten for our final I say we do SEC because the Big Ten was probably the best game All right, so the Big 12. All right, so then the SEC championship was – it went exactly how we thought it was going to go. And, I, and I'm sorry that I was not able to be a part of the podcast last week, um, but I'm, I, I'm, I have a feeling that we all thought it was going to go the, same, the way that it went. Yeah, so um, my uh, thought – I said, you know, I, all year I've been against Georgia. I don't think they're that good. I, I'm I just I'm not a Georgia believer. They made a mistake getting rid of letting Justin Fields leave and keeping Jake Fromm. Even though he hasn't been terrible this year, I just he's not a he's not a tremendous talent like Justin Fields is. But I said on the podcast last week that I thought LSU wins by three touchdowns, and I will raise my hand and say that I was wrong. They won by more than four touchdowns. Um, this was just an ass beating. Um, it, LSU is a well-deserved number one after this game. Um, 
I mean, there's nothing really much to say. Georgia just didn't show up. It's played in Atlanta. You're two hours away. It's a home game for you. And LSU just took them to the dog shed, man. Dog LSU, LSU is just too good. You know, my brother works in Atlanta. He works in Midtown, not too far away from the stadium. And he was telling me the night before how L- pretty much – and he works at a very nice restaurant. Like, I've, if I go there for, for dinner, then I'm not buying anything else for the rest of the month. And <laughs> it's expensive as shit. And – he was telling me that LSU fans were drinking them dry. Like their bar was going dry because LSU fans were consuming. And you know what? Rightfully so, damn it. These are yeah. LSU. This is the first time, honestly, and they have won two national championships in my, in my lifetime. This is the first year where I have truly bought in on LSU. Any other year before, I barely remember 2003. I wasn't really old enough to really follow college football the way I do now. I follow college football back – like, I really got into two, into football when – I was, like, already into college football when LSU won their second one in my lifetime. But even still, I wasn't bought in. I didn't buy in on them. And now I am so bought in on this LSU team. They are insanely yeah. good, and the fans deserve to celebrate. Go drink that bar dry, damn it. Yeah, this team's awesome. I mean, uh, like I said, I think this is a case of Georgia not being good and LSU being great. There's three great teams in college football, and we'll talk about this when we talk about the, the playoff. But in LSU, like, they are the most deserving number one. Um, Georgia's team is just – it's a little overhyped. NCC East, I'm not going to say, is weak, but it's it's not what the West is. And LSU ran rampant over that the West – they should have beat Alabama by more points, and that was an Alabama with Tua. Uh, Auburn gave them a tough game, but really, I mean, it was never in doubt. So, I just got really? the update that Coach O, like, this is fitting. Coach O won, wins Coach of the Year. He should. Good, good, and, and rightfully so. And that's, that's so funny how last year, just a year ago, a little beyond that, like the beginning of the season, his job was on the line. Yeah. His job was on the line. If he did not have, if he did not take LSU to a Fiesta Bowl, his job going into this season would have been on shoestrings, and he is the best coach in all of college football at the moment. At the moment, because you still have Dabo, and I, I mean, you still got to put Nick Saban in that category, of course. But I'm going to go ahead and get a little ahead of the conversation and say that if, if Coach O wins a national championship this year, he is going to be considered a top three, top tier coach. Like, And you got to see what he does. Like, I, I agree. Like, right now, I agree. But you got to see what he does without Joe Burrow. Right. Because you could say last year without Joe Burrow, that team is a, a whole lot worse. And this year without Joe Burrow, obviously, he's the Heisman Trophy winner, which means he's the best player in college football. We got to see what coach – all right, Siri, no one cares about you. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to see what he does without Joe before we start anointing him like the next great dynasty. Uh, I'm not saying you're doing, but, yeah. Like, yeah I haven't got the dynasty Heisman yet. Trophy winning quarterback. Look what it did for Jimbo Fisher. I mean, a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback got him $75 million. So, And he hasn't done really anything besides take out that shoot at the Orange Bowl after that. Yeah, but there's a difference there because Jimbo with Jameis year one, you saw it game one. Like, yeah, 
Jameis, the second he became the starting quarterback, FSU was a different team. Uh, they they just clicked. They they won ball games. They scored so many points. Jameis was unbelievable and won the Heisman and won the national championship as a result. That was a great season. But then the next season, y'all took a y'all went to the playoffs, but you lost to Oregon. But you definitely went down. And I think you can even acknowledge that there was definitely yeah, no, that's a difference when the in interception. Jameis came out. Bad Jameis was out that year, but he so, was still better than everyone in college football, which is why he was. We still went undefeated before the playoff, but. But I will say that for Joe Burrow to be your quarterback and be mediocre, be super mediocre, but then the very next season have this unbelievable transformation into a top-tier quarterback, which, by the way, Joe Burrow could potentially go number one overall in the draft. That's, that's a realistic – I think that's season. a lock, honestly. Uh, yeah, if Cincinnati continues playing bad, they need a quarterback. Joe mm-hmm. Burrow can be their guy. They're not going to go for Tua. Yeah. Oh damn it! My dog's tearing up shit in the bathroom. But, <laughs> but, I, uh, I mean, I think that there's a difference in a way in the coaching job that. But also, you can't just put it all on Joe and uh, on Coach O because there was also a change in the offensive coordinator position that worked a lot better with uh, with not only Coach O but with Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was like it'll be interesting to see what they do without him. But uh, I like Coach O right now, and they and doesn't matter what I think. Those people in Baton Rouge love him. Oh yeah, and, uh, he's a Cajun guy. He's one of them. <laughs> Go he's Tigers. one of them. <laughs> Go Tigers! Jeff Valley, the place where people go die. Go Tigers! All right, so yeah, that SEC championship went exactly how I thought it was going to go. It was a great game on LSU. Um, and Joe Burrow, he locked in the Heisman because he had a stellar game throwing close to 350 and was just accurate the whole game. So uh, Joe Burrow doing exactly what we thought. Their defense was locked down, didn't allow Georgia. They barely allowed Georgia to cross the 50-yard line. And with that, let's go. Let's shift on over to the Big Ten Championship where Wisconsin for one half had the ball game in their hands. And then come second half, Ohio State woke up. Yeah, I um, this game I definitely picked Ohio State to win. Mine, it was sixteen and a half. I think I picked them plus minus sixteen and a half, but I didn't bet that. I apologize if there are listeners to this podcast who did, even though I picked it. But I was hesitant, and so what I did, which was the, probably the betting move of the year, if I have to say so myself, is I was going to wait till the first quarter ended to see what I was going to do. And God bless the Badgers. Um, they get, went out to a 14-point lead. So I got Ohio State minus almost no points. Great pick. I knew they were going to come back in the second half. Ohio State, I, I think they have the best three players – or best combination of three players in the country. I don't think it's even close. Um, and, I mean, they're just, they're just a complete team. I think they got a little cocky. What, it, what was nice to see was Jonathan Taylor actually have a nice game against Ohio State, which he hadn't done in his career. And he, actually, he won the, uh, the Walker Awards. That, that's the running back one, right? That's the running back. And, I mean, deservingly so. That's, yeah. That's, I think he's going to be a great NFL running back. I think this solidified that. Um, but, I mean, this Ohio State team is special. Uh, I, it, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to come back and win that game. So it was a fun game to watch. It was the best game to watch besides the um, Big 12 game. 
And uh, I don't know. Ohio State's good. They're really good at football, even post-Urban Meyer right now. Uh, they're a good team. I mean, so Urban Meyer leaving them, I think the best move that they could possibly do was stick with a coach that was already on the program. And you mm-hmm. notice that teams that are already good and the coach leaves, they always stay internal. And those teams yeah. maintain success. That is the best move that most teams can make, really, unless you're terrible and you need to completely wipe out your program and bring in a new staff. Uh, but Ohio State was already good, and they won a Rose Bowl, and Urban Meyer was done, well, for right now at least. And you need to stay internal. Why bring in someone else when what you have already works? Ryan Day is a really good coach, and the system that they have is good. And it's also Ohio State. They're going to get players based on the name alone. So this is going to be a, a fun game between them and Clemson because both programs are very good. Both programs, by the way, Ohio State, the number one overall quarterback in the nation and overall recruit is at Ohio State. That's Justin Fields. The number two overall recruit and quarterback is at Clemson. That's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. This is shaping up to be a really fun football game. Uh, both quarterbacks, superbly talented. One of them has a Heisman – or not Heisman. One of them has a national championship. The other one is up for a Heisman. Not going to win, but is up for a Heisman. This is going to be a very fun game. Yeah, I kind of thought – I was hoping, uh, just for selfish reasons, that this would be the championship game. Um, and, unfortunately, it's, it's going to be the semifinal. But, honestly, I do think – I love LSU. I just think those two teams are the more complete teams – I think we're going to see a, a championship game in the semifinal. Again, I'm not, not to get too far ahead. But it just shows you what kind of team Ohio State has to go down 21 to 7, 14 to nothing, then 21 to 7, and bounce back. And really, they won by more than eight points. I think I, I took them at eight and a half points, and they won by more than that. Uh, so, they're a great bounce back. Really a special bunch. Uh, they got the, probably the best player in the nation, uh, and two of the the or two of the top other probably three of the top ten players in the nation and the best player overall in the nation Chase Young. So uh, Chase Young, <laughs> Chase Young, without a doubt. Um, and I'm going to go back. You you mentioned earlier how those two games really hurt him. It really did. Uh, I think even if he didn't miss those two games and played well, it'd be a tighter race. But Joe Burrow would still win the Heisman. But yeah. Regardless. You know, he's there now. Chase Young is there now. He's holding down that defensive line. They have a very talented defensive line. Just Chase Young is the best amongst a really talented defensive line. So they're a dangerous team on defense as well as offense. Uh, But so is Clemson. I think Ohio State probably wins on the defensive side of things. But this is is shaping up to be a good matchup between those two. But Ohio State really brought the second half to Wisconsin. I was – really praying that Wisconsin was going to win. Because think about if Wisconsin did win. If Wisconsin won, who, by the way, was ranked number eight, and are still ranked eight, they didn't move. They, didn't, they stayed exactly where they were. Uh, if Wisconsin had beaten Ohio State, we have a really interesting conversation. Not right now, because I guess we would have already found out what the playoff would be. But yeah. – would Wisconsin jump over Oklahoma? Would they jump those two those two spots to go up to number four and replace Ohio State maybe or maybe replace where Oklahoma should have been? 
Yeah. That could have been a conversation to have been had, but it didn't happen. Wisconsin played a good game. It would have been better if they could have maintained it. But I fully expected Ohio State to turn up in the second half, and they did. They won pretty easily, and uh, the semifinal matchup's going to be a good one. Okay, yeah, let's just take a minute, though, to appreciate the fact that we have a playoff. Can you imagine this season in the BCS scenario where you have three great teams and Clemson or, like, you don't know what it would have been with the BCS. I guess somebody still does that. But Clemson or Ohio State or LSU gets left out of the playoff this year. I mean, that would have been a travesty, and we don't have to worry about that. Yep. We're going to watch them all play it out. I think I'm not completely sure. I need to go back and look. I think the BCS poll is still a thing. I think they still have it, yeah. They just don't acknowledge it anymore as the national championship decider. Mm -hmm. So I think the BCS is still a thing, just – they don't acknowledge it. But either way, um, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm happy that we have a top four. Although Oklahoma, I can take it or leave it because I, I'm gonna, I, I think that LSU is going to wipe the floor with them. And if I'm wrong, then holy shit, we, we may have a really good national championship ahead of us, but I don't think I'm wrong. Um, well, Joey, I don't, I don't know. Uh, anything on your mind that you want to get out there before we wrap this up? Uh, James Blackman stinks. That's really all I got. Uh, I'm good to go. <laughs> hey, the Sun Bowl, you have the Sun Bowl. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Welcome back to the bowl season, man. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Fuck that. Go get your Frosted Flakes. Go Just call it the Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Like, it's the Frosted – it's Frosted Flakes. Like, Tony the Tiger is more important than Fro- – I mean, I, but then again, I guess Tony the Tiger does make Frosted Flakes. That's he's, the worst name man. of all time for a bowl. It's terrible. How much money did Frosted Flakes put towards that name? Like you have know. to get the rights to that bowl game. But the fact that some people have to report on the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, I mean, the it's great jokes are going to be – like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be – the media people are going to be all over that. That touchdown was great. Great. <laughs> God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it off after the first touchdown. If there is one. If, yeah. Oh, yeah, if. Who are they even playing? Arizona State, all Herm Edwards. Hermy. Oh, man. Yeah, we're probably gonna lose. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they're they're a pretty decent team. Yeah, sucks. Right. I want to play Southern Miss or something in uh in Shreveport, Mississippi again. That was my goal, but no. Sorry, dude. Sorry. You should have been with All us right, on man. that trip. You should have been with us on the trip when Robert Trey and or Troy. Oh shit, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Troy. It was Troy, I think. True. No, Tri- Troy. Trip. We when we went on that trip to Dallas, we passed that stadium in Shreveport. Damn, dude. And, and it's like another Biloxi. They have casinos there. I know. I would have fucking went. Go to the casinos. Go and watch some football. Jesus Christ. We're going to El Paso. I'm not going to fucking El Paso. Fuck Too that. far. No. But in the meantime, dude, all right, let's go ahead and call it a night. My buzzer is going off for the oven, so I'll go ahead and get that food. In the meantime, Joe Burrow going to win the Heisman, and uh, you just heard our recaps on the conference championships. So, Robert, I'm going to send that shit on over to you. Go ahead and edit down. Go past your finals because you're going to represent us in court one day. Deuces. Later. <laughs>